We are back to preview week 14 already. It's moving too fast. We'll jump into some injuries because people get hurt when you play football. I hear that happens, right? Hmm. Something like that. I don't know why. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it should be dangerous, but I don't know. They just need need to drink more milk, right? Uh, Dude, come on. (laughs) Absolutely. Whole milk only. Mm -hmm. Not that skim bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, my, my just drink straight from the cow. Get that nice, creamy, pasteurized <laughs> goodness, right? This is football, damn it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, people are hurt. Um, so the main thing this week, I think, is Dalvin Cook. That's people's main worries. Um, I, it seems like he'll be active, but possibly limited. Um, I was looking through. I think Dalvin said Dalvin himself says he'll play for whatever that's worth. Don't you but, think you should sit him against the Lions? Yes. I mean, come on. They should sit him, but I don't know. You know Could the Lions put up like a fun fight? Sure, but realistically, the game's not really within their grasp for most of the game. No offense. Like, love the Lions, but come on. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's... They should rest him. They may let him play a little bit, but I don't know. Like, stay him for the playoffs, or at least the next game. <laughs> But, I know it sucks because he probably got you here. Yeah, and now I, he's gone. Yeah, I feel like it'll be like a game time decision for him. I'm gonna laugh at like 11:30. Dalvin Cook active but limited. It's gonna be, everyone's gonna fucking lose their shit. <laughs> right. Like if I had three running backs, I would consider starting the other two and having a different flex play this week because it, it doesn't inspire much confidence. Like the Lions' run D sucks, but. Mm-hmm. Like, they should just not really play him. He might get limited playing time. Yeah, and, like, obviously, worst-case scenario is he gets hurt more. Yeah, exactly. So, don't need that. Um, next up, we had Julio sit out last week. It's looking like he's going to play uh, this week. Um, well, that's good. They need him. Yeah, and then I know Derek Henry popped up with a hamstring thing, but it seems like he's fine and he looked okay last week, so he's expected to play. Um he just ripped it out and grew a new one. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he just he just went to the station and put a new a new part in. <laughs> <Choo choo. laughs> and then uh Adam Phelan, I he's once again pretty questionable, I think. Um I if he gets a full practice in, I'll feel a lot better about him possibly playing, but like if we don't see a full practice, I'm gonna assume he's out. Um and then uh, running backs, it's looking like no Damon Williams again. I know Daryl Williams, we know that. Um, here, I think that already came out that he's not going to play. Um, they did sign Spencer Ware, though, for what it's worth. So it's pretty much like Ware, McCoy, and uh, Darwin right now. And then James Conner, Marlon Mack. Well, so um, Conner, like, it just came out that Conner's not going to play. And then... Oh, really? That, yeah. Damn. Well, yeah, and then... Um, I don't think Mac plays, but uh, it's like he he partially practiced one today, so that like makes it sound like he's gonna play. But it's gross either way. Like if he plays, it's a shitty matchup, and he probably will share the workload. So I'm gonna say like even if he does play, just I wouldn't go there. Just don't go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if he plays, it ruins any possible like Naheem Hines love. But yeah, it's not a good situation there. So. I don't think he should play, but I think he might play, but gross. Either way. Mm-hmm. And then Austin Hooper apparently is uh, preparing to come back this week. Ooh. So he's been out for a bit. Um, 
That'd be a big boost for the offense. Yeah, they they definitely you know need him back, and if he's on your fantasy team, you're ready to get him back too because he was balling out. He was balling a, out. I mean, he was a top tight end. So yeah, if he comes back, that's you know obviously a boon. But keep an eye on practice reports for that. And then let's see for the Thursday night game. It seems like everyone's full go um, as far as offense stuff goes. I, actually, wait, we did get Taylor Gabriel listed as out. Um, Said another boost for Anthony Miller, who showed out last week. True, true. And the Cowboys are missing um, Leighton Van Der Esch, Jeff Heath, and Antoine Woods. So pretty much each level, they're missing someone. Yeah, the good thing about their linebacking core is they don't even need Van Der Esch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they still have Sean Lee, who's playing really well, and Jalen uh, Smith. Yeah, they're they're pretty solid up front still. And then um, who else we got? T.Y., He's, it's like he's going to be out this week, probably. Jordan Howard, um, also probably out. AJ Green, probably out. Yeah. Um, Kalen Balaj is going to be out as well. Oh, and no. then uh, TJ Hawkinson got put on IR as well. Yeah. Rip. Yeah. And then um, Juju is listed as questionable right now, but I'm assuming I'm assuming he won't play. I think he'll also be out, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at him. I'm looking through anyone else here that I might have missed, but Daryl Williams is still out. At, I think. Yeah, I, Chiefs, right? Yeah, I, they. I think they put him on IR. Wah, wah. Or I know he's. I don't know if they put him on IR, but I know he is out this week at least. Oh, and uh, Danny Jones, Danny Dimes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Danny Dimes is out. So we'll be ankle. seeing a little bit of Eli out there. Hmm. Some great Monday Night Football. <laughs> 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 And then, um, oh yeah, Chester Rogers is also going to be out as well for what that's worth. So even fewer um, players in India to play. Apparently, yeah, Nick Folk had an appendectomy. Is that right? That's why this Patriots had to sign Kai Forman. Oh really? Huh. Eesh. I didn't know that. It's wild. Did and uh, the Redskins, Ryan Kerrigan's out. Not that he's a fantasy guy, but... But that's really important for the defense, defense, though. He's like one of their best players, yeah. <laughs> so, he might be their only good defense. Yeah. Player. So that's a... I imagine they probably... I'm going to look at the splits of him and out as far as like how their defense is, but... Um, so we Rogers brought up, is a lot happier. Yeah. When we, uh, when we brought up the kickers, we were looking... Um, that article I sent about, like... There's like or that little thing I said about kicker analysis and basically how much better Justin Tucker is than everyone else. <laughs> uh, and it's just absurd, yeah. He just doesn't miss. Yeah, no, he's so good. We, we Do you think being him. like an opera singer has given him sort of an immunity to stage fright? See, that's like <laughs> that's wild to think about. That'd be that'd be so cool if he's like, yeah, I'm stone, you know, Iron Face Stone. It doesn't matter. Because like if you got if to sing opera is like a. Scrawny, small, white kid on a stage. That's got to be pretty tough. <laughs> you yeah, like got some balls. Yeah, you got to be like you have to have a you have to have a powerful voice the whole time too. So uh-huh. his leg is as powerful as his voice. <laughs> Let me see. So Washington is missing Ryan Kerrigan. Let me see how that affects their defense. All right. So um, looking at it. Um, one of the big differences is um, opponent yards per carry goes up by like point, like by like point six five. It's a big difference, yeah. and um, the run success rate goes up like seven percent. Kind of leads into what we were saying. Yeah, he's, he's so he's big for their run defense for sure. Yikes! 
But um, yeah, I think that about sums up the injuries. We'll, we may think of more as we go through the games. But I guess we'll start with uh, Thursday night. We brought up those injuries. Um, we both have Dallas here. It's Dallas at Chicago. Uh, who do you like this game? I like to think it's sort of a get-right game for Dallas. You'd really hope so. You really gotta hope so. You really, like, come on. Fix your shit. Skate your shit together. Put it in a backpack. <laughs> so it's all there. All your shit. All together. Yeah, so we're saying if they somehow lose to the Bears here, like, you gotta fire Jason Garrett just there. Like, leave, just, like, leave him in Chicago. I, I, I mean, God, I would hope so Gosh, how you oh, coach clap <laughs> call him coach clap <laughs> i caught the clap <laughs> god damn it but, so, yeah i mean dallas like they should just shut down trubisky pretty well i don't see chicago moving the ball super effectively yeah i mean oh, that's true most games but like <laughs> Yeah, I do think uh, from Chicago, one guy I do like is Anthony Miller again because um, Taylor Gabriel's out, and Miller's been getting a lot of like targets and like he's he's not like a guy like Robinson where like it's a lot of like quote unquote fifty fifty balls, so it may be like a safer spot for um, for him there. But I'm not huge on any other Bears. No, it's almost like the only things you could take in this game from Chicago are their wide receivers because you can't really take Trubisky and their running backs or. What? Yeah, the running game's just been non-existent. So, yeah, I kind of I like the Miller call. He might be the only bear. Yeah. Um. On the Cowboys side, though, I mean the two the main two guys, Zeke and Amari, should have. I really do like good Amari. Yeah. Yeah. Ze- Zeke sets up in a good spot of like bad run defense. Yeah. No Hicks. No D. Yeah, the split with that is atrocious. But <laughs> and then Dallas defense that makes sense. Trubisky. Yeah. Yeah, but sad. Yeah, no. my kickers. I'm not. I don't think it's a super high scoring affair. Yeah, so like, no. I'm, my hair probably hopefully gets some. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not huge on this game in general. I really like those couple of guys we mentioned. Like, I mean, Dak's fine too, obviously, but he's kind of an every week guy at this point. <laughs> but yeah, kind of in a game. Um, Sunday we've got a nice divisional game. We've got Carolina at Atlanta. You've got Atlanta. I'm not sure. I'm torn because, you know, head coaching change, it makes it tough to win on the road the next week, I feel like. Exactly. But at the same time, like, I don't know what the fuck we're going to get from Atlanta. <laughs> so that's the yeah. hardest part. Yeah, I don't know what Atlanta we're going to see. But if they were to get Julio and Hooper back in the same week, I think that would be pretty beneficial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if both of those guys are active, that makes that'll probably put me towards Atlanta. And. Of course, Matt Ryan, which I think Matt Ryan's going to be fine regardless because it seems like Julio will be back and then Hooper's the more questionable one. But that Carolina defense isn't scary enough in general for me to be worried about Ryan because he should get the passing volume. Yeah, a lot of times when they fire the head coach, they actually, like, I feel like a lot of times they win the next game. Yeah, I guess it depends on, like, how the firing happened and, like, who it was. Like, because we were talking about, like, I could see the Rivera one being, like, a downer. Yeah, because a lot of the team did love him. Mm Mm-hmm. So, hmm. Could just be, like, super bummed to say fuck it. And be like, oh, no, our playoff hopes are gone. They are. Yeah, I mean, they prob- some of them already probably think that. Yeah, that's, I mean, okay, like, mindset game. Atlanta is known they're out of the playoffs and, like, they're fucked. But they've, they'll they still play hard. Like, Carolina, it just kind of hit that they're fucked. 
So mm-hmm. this may be like the huge letdown spot. So I'm actually going to go Atlanta here too, like psychoanalyzing this a bit. <laughs> and it's in Atlanta. Yeah. A lot of a lot of like narrative stuff kind of sets up for Atlanta here. Mm-hmm. But um, on, on Atlanta as well, okay, Carolina's run defense, man. They got torched by Washington's run game last week. I know. Um, like, I know Atlanta can't run for dicks, but like, Freeman has some appeal this week just because of how bad the opponent is on defense. Uh, what like definitely the starter is he's not injured. Yeah, like I mean, I'll look at last game, but I'm pretty sure he's like the main the main guy there right now. Then yeah, he should have a good game. Yeah, it's t- I don't love it. He's kind of in like I put him as a stream option because that's where he is. But he got he got 17 carries last week and he got uh, five targets, so he's getting like a full workload. So you you think that it you know, gets better results against Carolina. But um, on the Carolina side is, aside from the, the two kind of main guys, is it, excuse me, is there anyone you're on or? Um, besides DJ Moore and CMC. Yeah. Yeah. It's only my two main guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Kyle Allen will be fine this week too, as a stream. Mm-hmm. Um, do I like Curtis Samuel? Is it a Curtis Samuel week for you? I haven't gotten the whispers this week. That doesn't necessarily mean it won't happen. Wait, did you like him last week? I'm trying to remember because you said like oh, oh one of the, either last week or the week before you mentioned him. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember. Oh, yeah, you, you wrote you wrote him in. He did. Yeah, pretty sure he scored. Let me pull it up because he scored like pretty early on. Um, yeah, yeah, four for sixty-five and a touchdown. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah. So, so you're not are you getting the Kurt, the Curdy tingles or no? No, no Curdy tingles this week. <laughs> <laughs> don't call it the peter tingle yeah <laughs> my sammy senses are tingling <laughs> but yeah more and cmc are just getting the ball so fucking much it's yeah absurd but yeah expecting um, heavy more usage mm-hmm. <coughs> some more more uh more. next up we've got baltimore at buffalo we both have baltimore um at, i don't think this is gonna this, i don't think this will be a juicy fantasy game like the quarterbacks run, so they're safe. But aside from that, I'm not really feeling anyone. I've... No, my like I think Ingram does fine because he'll have volume. Yeah, like a lot of it, and they just you know he throw it, he catches it, he options hand like everywhere. So he'll he'll have points from that. Yeah, I'm worried about his like touchdown potential this game. That's why I'm not like huge on him because I don't see this shooting out. I, I mean. <laughs> No, I like I think if they score, there'll be like long sustained drives that inch down the field. Yeah. So like he could fall in the end zone for sure, but so could Lamar. Yeah, I mean this could easily be the first game done, like of the one o'clock games. And then like it could also be a thing where you have Mark Andrews who doesn't get a single catch until they hit the end, like the red zone, and then you know is one for one and one. Yeah, the the rushing passing balance in this game is going to be hilarious. Like, it's going to be so skewed overall. I imagine so, yeah. Unless, like, Buffalo gets super down or something. Yeah, but, like... I don't I, see that happening. No, no. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, look back at how much you've seen, like, runs and passes, but, like, there's... I think there'll be more rushes and passes in this game overall, which is kind of weird for a game in general to, like, have that overall balance, but... Sounds about right. Yeah, was, so ultimately like a low-scoring affair. I think it'll be a good one, though. Like, I'm excited to watch it. 
it should be a good classic football game. Mm-hmm. Lots of defense and rushing and schemes. Some nice football. old school football, real grinding out. Yeah. Now, just heavy hitting, move the line, push, push in the trenches. Oh, dick sucking, pussy grabbing <laughs> football out there. <laughs> 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 so many real man's football. Oh man! Speaking take of, a, take a shit on the sidelines, Booger McFarland. <laughs> you're just you're just peeing on the bookmobile. You know that's football. You just shit in your pants. Deal with it. Gotta you, go to the bathroom. Piss down your leg. Let that's the how you, team see it. That's how you stay warm. <laughs> Ever see a man with? He's staying in his pants. You know, Ice Man doesn't give a fuck. You don't want to tackle that man. <laughs> he might pee on you. You're going to smell like Dooku. Dookie, you know, you don't want to smell like Dooku. True, true. Uh, anyway, yeah, I could imagine Booger talking about peeing on himself during a game. <laughs> no, sure. I mean, he did, right? He was like, oh, yeah, right. in our day, you, you, uh, you have to go to the bathroom. You just go. Yeah, I remember there's some weird. That is right. That's why my brain went there. There was some weird thing he was talking about with that. Yep. Fucking bugger. So um, next up, we've got Cincinnati at Cleveland. I I wrote uh, Chubba Chubba Choo Choo, or Wobble Wobble Chub Chub also works. I mean, Chubba Chub Chub. Cincinnati can't tackle, and the Browns have two running backs who break tackles super well. Um, so like I have Hunt as a stream as well, but like the Browns should just be able to run at will, and like there's gonna be so many broken tackles in this game. It's gonna be disgusting. And Will won't know what to do because Will can't tackle. <laughs> but so I mean, Cleveland side. So running backs are who I'm on. How, how are you feeling about the rest of Cleveland? Um, I mean, Cincinnati's secondary is also nothing great, but like the Cleveland strength is their run game. So I think that is the primary focus. Mm-hmm. They could definitely. I mean, Jarvis. We were just talking about. The other day how he is somewhat shockingly like one of the top receivers in yardage yeah he's at like over 900 right now which we did not realize or expect it's kind of no. funny so do i think he keeps that like on his trend of like yardage yeah probably mm-hmm. yeah the quote-unquote chain mover like right but and then of course you never know odell could be odell any week i'm not like gambling on it though no, yeah, I mean, their schedule, like, their next couple weeks stays pretty easy, like, passing game-wise, so we could get some nice Odell bounce back, even right. if not yardage, just, like, touchdowns. In a game like this, unless it's the first touchdown, where, like, the game is still tied at the beginning, I don't see <laughs> Odell, like, you know, you know. Because yeah, against the, let me look against the Dolphins, because, like, every, everyone got a touchdown there. Everyone gets a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Landry and Odell got the first two touchdowns. Well, first three actually, because Landry got second. And then the running <laughs> backs went and did their thing. <laughs> Oof. So, um, but Cincinnati side, um, I put them as stream just because it is Cincinnati. But like Mixon, I don't hate. Um, just because I, I mean, they've they've been at least using him more the last few games, and then yeah, they've uh, they've started to figure out that he's good. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Like they're actually giving the ball, so that makes it helpful. But they're not really passing to him much lately, though, which is kind of annoying. At the beginning of the year, that was the only thing. They yeah, did. but um, I'll take like actually getting the ball enough over like missing a couple passes. And then um, Boyd has been pretty solid the last couple of weeks, and you know he and Dalton have a pretty good rapport, so I'm I'm good with Boyd here. Yeah, I mean he's the 
de facto number one receiver. Mm-hmm. But, you know, no green. Yeah, although Auden Tate, like, again, like, I, I wasn't, like, a huge Auden Tate hater, but, like, also didn't, like, love him. But he's been pretty solid this year. Like, I did not, you know, expect him to kind of stick with the Bengals like this. He's got good hands. Yeah, he's, like I said, he's, he's Spider-Man, as we talked about. It's zoop, zoop. But he's got, like, 560 yards on the year, so it's playing himself into some money. But, but uh, yeah, we also have Cleveland in this game. Uh, I don't really want the Cleveland defense just because of how like lacking they are all around. But um, no, and having Dalton back like definitely gives the offense a spark. So I which wouldn't... is so weird to say that sentence. Yeah, learned what it was like when he was gone. He didn't like it. <laughs> and that uh, man, that's like I'm curious what's gonna happen at quarterback next year with them. Like, There's gonna be a lot of movement this off season. Uh huh. Hopefully, yeah, it's fun that way though. Exactly. But um, I think Cleveland kicker makes sense here because if it goes anything close to the Dolphins game, that, that plays a lot well for him. Mm. But not being on the defenses here. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention. I do. I if you have the Baltimore defense, by the way, I'm okay with playing them this week against Buffalo, just because it is still Josh Allen. Yeah, and it's still a lower scoring game. Mm-hmm. The only downside is like there probably won't be a ton of pass attempts to like give you the upside, but they're not gonna like flop by any means. Mm-hmm. But see, I'm looking at I'm looking back at the Dolphins game. You see, we got one, two, three, four, five extra points and uh, two field goals. So that's a nice, very nice kicker day for you. A kick a day. <laughs> He's the a, foot quarterback. A kick a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> Next up, we've got uh, Washington at Green Bay. We both have Green Bay here. Indeed. And it seems like we're on the running backs. Um, after we mentioned Ryan Kerrigan being out, Aaron Jones really sticks out. Yeah, we already had him down, and then that just kind of affirmed that. Mm-hmm. That was a nice boost. So this definitely plays out like an Aaron Jones week. And then on the other it side... It does yeah. help Rodgers, too. Do what? It does oh, help yeah, Rodgers, sure. too, a little bit. I was kind of down on Rodgers this week, not like... Because the matchup isn't fine. It's just if all the touchdowns go to Aaron Jones, then yeah, they're not going to be they're not going to be pushed. Right, like the game's never going to be in question. Yeah, (laughs) who's going to (laughs) win? Yeah, I mean they could be, but I don't expect that. That is that's the most likely outcome. Seems like they're not pushed that much. Right, and they need a good bounce back game. Yeah, so last week was kind of like the tune up, and then they can kind of continue to roll because the only tough game they have left is the Vikings. Yeah. Like, they should be able to, what are they, like, 9-3 and three right now? Yeah, they should be able to finish, like, 12-4, and four, if anything, because I have the Vikings, it's tough to win. For sure. But they should be able to beat Washington, the Bears, and the Lions. <laughs> <coughs> you really uh, yeah. hope so. Unless Stafford, like, comes back out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, end of the year. Fuck you, Rodgers. <laughs> He's going to uh, play. That'll be the week. <laughs> that'd be so funny. Just to make the Packers sad, but... um. Yeah, on the other side, I do like Geist, though. He was really solid last week, um, panned out well, and he looks very, he looks good. Like, looks good. And he's, like, fresh, you know, in the sense of he hasn't been getting fucking hit all year. Yeah, hasn't played yet, really. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, yeah. like, underrated a bit. Like, I know he'd been injured and came back, but not having all those hits on you, like, does matter some. For sure. You get to come in refreshed and, like, not like you've been hit a thousand times by by like mild, moderate, fast moving vehicles. I don't know. 
basically a car, yeah. Car going like 20 miles an hour. <laughs> over and over. But <laughs> Ow. Honk. <laughs> yeah, I'll be funny players to start going like honk, honk on the field. That's what Duck's going to do. <laughs> but so, oh, guys, last week, though, he had a 70, sorry, he had that 60 yard run, but he still had like 70, actually, he had 69 other yards, nice, on and like on his nice. another nine carry. So it's still a really good average. Yeah. He still did seven yards of carry. So, like, yeah, dude, he's balling. So I, I'm on board with him going again this week just because Green Bay is not like stout against the run and Washington's going to keep running a bunch. We've seen. Yeah, so. they've been pretty bad against the run the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, really, okay. most of the year, honestly, they've been bad against the run. Yeah. So, it hasn't changed. <laughs> they are what we thought they were. Mm. Uh, anything else in this game you're into? Not really. Nah. Would Not you really. Would you consider streaming AP? Yeah. Probably. Because, yeah. I mean, he still got 13 carries last week. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he's getting, they're kind of splitting. Mm-hmm. They don't want Dwayne Haskins throwing the ball a ton. Correct. <laughs> like that's that's the thing we cap we know. I can say I think I feel good about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I like guys better for sure, but mm-hmm. I also think AP might do fine. It's it's like a Gore Singletary type of thing in a way. Yeah, guys is Singletary. Mm-hmm. The goose. So. The goose. Next up, we've got uh, Detroit. The aforementioned Detroit at Minnesota. We both have Minnesota, and obviously the big news here is Dalvin Cook. Um, if Cook plays and we hear he's not limited, then I like Cook a lot. If you know if we get him out, you know, obviously fucking Madison's in a great spot. But, yeah, man. And then, and if we get no feeling again, Diggs obviously just gets more targets. So Diggs if no <laughs> feeling, and then we've seen we've seen Rudolph just like be super solid, consistent without feeling. So he's once again Rudolph if no feeling. <laughs> Just gotta add me if no feeling. So, but oh, oh, real quick, I got a notification. Austin Hooper and Chris Lindstrom are practicing for the third time this week. So that's that's reassuring for Atlanta. There we go. Lindstrom too hasn't been on the field forever. So yeah, he's been hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I mean, Lions side because the Minnesota side is really murky right now, so it's hard to get too into it. But the Lions side, you kind of know what's going on. How are you feeling on that? Yeah, Lions are pretty much in the dog shit right now uh not just the dog house the dog shit the dog shit like they're in the dog house but it's actually just a house made of shit (laughs) (laughs) so it's like a double punishment because they have to be alone too (laughs) in this shit um yeah like david blau i'm i don't really think he's gonna have a great game you know he did well on thanksgiving mm-hmm. like he could do fine because minnesota's past defense hasn't been as good lately but like more realistically he comes down to earth a bit yeah i do think he's backup. better sorry what you're saying as a, you know he's like as a backup yeah the backups are the backup even <laughs> i do think he's better for the past game than driscoll was though just because he's not going to take off and run nearly as much mm-hmm. and he's like he's not like afraid to Take the shots as we saw last week. So yeah, blah blah blah, blah blah. Yet yeah, it is apparently blah like the Waka Flocka sound. So <laughs> that's the best outcome for sure. Hundred percent. Well done. But um, yeah, that. So I kind of still like Galladay this week, and like historically speaking, I would never do this just because Galladay and Xavier Rhodes is always a bad matchup. They're 
pretty similar in size. So like Xavier Rhodes kind of, I don't know, feel like he covers him well. Um, but I don't know. This game, I kind of feel like Galladay is going to get force-fed a lot of targets. And I, I think he'll come down with more than a few of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on. See, I'm. I mean, I think they're both okay. I'm more on Jones this week personally. Um, I mean, I know he erupted for four touchdowns last game. That's not going to happen again. But I mean, he he historically just beats Minnesota, especially the last couple of years where they've put Rhodes on Galladay and then kind of let Jones be alone. I want, I don't know if we'll change that maybe or not, but we've seen Marvin have pretty consistent success. So I'm 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 on him myself. Yeah, it's definitely like historically speaking, this is definitely saying a Jones week. But you know, sometimes you gotta go against the grain. Can yeah, it's a it's an against the grain kind of. That's it's like your bold call kind of. Yeah. Kenny G. Sometimes but, nothing makes sense. <laughs> it is the NFL. We saw the Dolphins beat the Eagles, so we did. That happened. That did, yeah, doesn't make sense. So. <laughs> You're a professional sports franchise. <laughs> it's just like how do you how do you lose to the Dolphins? How do you allow that? Yeah, like, especially as like an okay team that like, like the Eagles had like a lot of other guys back too. So I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, like I don't. I like I hate the NFC East this year. Nobody go to the playoffs. None of you deserve <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, they're all they're all fucking awful. Like, can we just like get rid of them? Ugh. Can we just? Do you imagine if just like Garrett and Peterson switch places? Gosh, I would. That would be so funny. God, Dallas would be really good. Let's just take the NFC East <laughs> and push it somewhere else. <laughs> Preferably Garbage Island. <laughs> Out in the Pacific. Just dunk it, <laughs> yeah, and trash. Uh, yeah, up, no. Yeah. Fuck both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Minnesota's defense, by the way, here. I'm okay with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Third string quarterback. Not a great team. Yeah. Um, Next up, kicker. we got uh, yeah, yeah, kicker. Um, what's his name? Dan Bailey, Bailey. right? Yeah, he should be fine mm-hmm. as long as Minnesota doesn't cursed for that this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've got probably one of the pretty good games on the week. Uh, we've got San Fran at New Orleans here, so we're actually split here. Um, mm-hmm. You've got San Fran, I've got New Orleans. Yes, sir. Yeah, we've got. I mean, we've got two really solid games on that one o'clock section. This and the uh, Baltimore Buffalo game. Yeah, it's exciting. This is another very good like playoff matchup. Mm-hmm. San Fran, New Orleans. It is in New Orleans that favors the Saints. Uh, good, a good bit. I am still taking the Niners. Yeah, yeah. So, so who who are you into from the Niners this week? Since you you got them winning. Yeah, so I'm into their defense this week uh, for sure. I think they show up and play pretty damn well. I'm into Debo. Um, yeah. Just all Debo all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that like their run game is a little cloudy. Let me look and see. Yeah, it's it's jumbly because like Burita's probably gonna be back. Like Mostert got a lot. Coleman took a back seat last week. Like, and it's never the same guy to say every week. That's the problem. It's like it's never <sighs> consistent. So it's tough to attack. You have to. It's just like a guess. Yeah, if Matt Burita's back. God damn it. Looks like he is. Yeah, and like New Orleans run defense, I'm pretty sure has been solid. I'll double check myself on that. They have a very good defense, yeah. Yeah, I mean, their defense is just good, but it's not like an exciting spot. I think it's. I think they're going to be way better off attacking through the air. And so 
I, I like the deep call there. I so one of my like deeper calls from this week is Kendrick Bourne. Um, he's been their main slot guy, and so I, I did find out PJ Williams has been moving around some, but he's been more just like the third corner more than anything a lot. So I mean, both slot or third corner would apply to Kendrick Bourne, and PJ Williams <laughs> still isn't good. So um, I think this sets up as a nice like week for Kendrick Bourne to be like a sneaky guy, like you know, like a low cost DFS play or like you know desperation league play for PPR. I like it. I dig it. And then I'll, I also like Sanders. I think, I mean, big players step up in big games. That's part of it. And New Orleans. But they're, I think they're going to have a better time attacking New Orleans to the air than on the ground this game. That's where I'm at with it. For sure. I kind of, so I guess going along with that, you think Jimmy G's probably fine this week. Yeah, I think by, by extension, like we kind of have to account for Jimmy G as an option. Yeah. I mean, you're always playing Kittle, but I don't, I don't know if he's going to have like a huge blow up this week, but. It's still, I like I like the way it sets up for the San Fran pass game this week. But, Agreed. Now New Orleans. Yeah, I'm big on Kamara this week. Um, for San, so for San Fran, their weak spot's kind of the run defense. Um, if we're looking at you know a soft spot on the defense, and um, Kamara's been super touchdown unlucky this year. So between that and uh, yeah, the, the defense thing, I I like Kamara a lot this week, especially you know obviously. PPR is great for that, but just in general, I, th- I think he's a solid pick this week. I can and, get behind it. Yeah, and you know, of course, you're fucking playing Michael Thomas, duh. Always. Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot to kill it every week. He's so good. But, I mean, this is and this is going to be a good game in general, so I feel like I'm excited for it. What's the over-under? I don't think it'll be crazy high scoring. Um, I think it was like 47. It seems oh, about no, it's lower. Right. It's uh, 44 and a half. Okay. Yeah, I would have guessed like a 24-17, 24-20. So like, <coughs> makes sense. Yeah, New Orleans is two and a half point favorite, so it's pretty predicted close, which makes sense. <laughs> um, next up, we've got Miami at your Jets. Um, we, we both think they put Miami away this week. <laughs> Confidently Probably, so? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so like, the over-under on this game, like I said it last week about the Jets game, but the over-under feels like, like it feels this one feels a lot better, but this one that seems like it could shoot out just based on the teams and the lack of defense in general. Yep. It's just, it's just do the offenses actually show up? Like, which I guess, like, what version of the Jets shows up? Well, they are at home, so hopefully they get some home crowd <laughs> energy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no Jamal Adams. Rip. That's gonna hurt. Defense, yeah. That sits up nicely for, uh, well, for, I guess I'll go into streams, I guess. But Mike Gusecki, I, I put uh, Mikey G. Sets up, I think it sets up a lot for him. For, one, he's getting a lot of targets, and two, no Jamal Adams is going to be helpful for him in the middle of the field. And, you know, just makes it easier to break tackles when it's not Jamal Adams tackling you. Yeah. So. <laughs> and they're also down to, like, their sixth corner. Uh, Brian Poole is out, who's been like their best corner. Mm-hmm. The hot oh. take sirens are going on. Yeah, we're talking positive about the Dolphins at the issue, huh? <laughs> and then um, I guess so, uh, super, super deep uh, Albert Wilson. It sets up nicely for like an Albert Wilson big play week. He's yeah, my favorite. Like can't tackle. <laughs> yeah, really. And then <laughs> their best tacklers. <laughs> so, like they only up one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. that's too accurate, <laughs> but yeah, like he he and Bourne are my deep guys of the week. Bourne is like gonna be I think steadier than Albert Wilson, but if you just want to like dart throw a long shot, like you know swing your dick, 
like Albert Wilson's the <laughs> the upside option I like in there. And Devontae Parker just been balling, which is hilarious. So I don't think you can sit him anymore. No, man. He and Fitzpatrick are clicking. Yeah, which is hilarious. It's great. Yeah, but, so who, who are you on from your Jets this week? Is it, you know, Bell? Is it, you know, a secondary receiver? Who are you feeling? Um, I do like Robbie again this week. Yeah, he's been, he's been consistent lately, but at least last two. I think Robbie and Griffin score touchdowns. I mean, like, Bell, it's so frustrating. They just yeah, don't use him, like, effectively. Because he should have another good matchup. Yeah, Gase just, like, literally doesn't want to. That's, like, it. Really damn annoying. Yeah, I mean, the Dolphins, yeah, are a good matchup on paper. (laughs) But, so, I mean, okay. He's hard to go away from just because of how many, like, he doesn't get a ton of touches, but he's getting, like, enough looks that it's hard to sit him. Especially, like, in the pass game. Like, he's he's been getting more pass game looks the last few weeks, so that helps a lot. But, uh, it's not... It's not like lovely, but it's not awful. Yeah, I mean, it's he should be like I'm going to be starting him in every league. Yeah, if he's going to get on track, he's, it's going to be this week, right? Like it has to be. <laughs> it has to be. So, please. But, mm-hmm. And then uh, both quarterbacks make sense because we talked about a lot of the weapons. Lock of defense. Both quarterbacks are solid streams this week. Yes, sir. I like Darnold and Fitz. One of them's gonna f- bust, I feel like, but I don't know which. <laughs> I've got this horrible feeling like they should shoot out and be fine, but like, like if one of them's gonna bust, it'll be Darnold. I, I, I mean, like, I think Fitzpatrick will be fine. I feel like we're due for a fist, like a random fist tragic. Hmm. Like we haven't had it yet, right? Like, yeah, not really, not like a like a real because f- I'm looking several back. turnovers. Like the Bills game wasn't great. I guess that one, but that wasn't like that wasn't awful or anything. That wasn't like bad. They just couldn't move the ball enough. They couldn't like finish really. But like, wouldn't it like just be totally Dolphins to like play the Jets? No Jamal Adams. No Brian Poole. This tragic game. Or are we gonna be like? Are we gonna be logical here? Because like I want to be logical, but there's this like eking suspicion in the back of my head. It's like <laughs> always have that. Yeah, just with both these teams, but. I, I I'd, I'd say play them both pretty confidently. Oof. Yeah, but just know like there is the risk Fitz, for both. Yeah, the Fitz tragedy I feel like comes when there's pressure. He doesn't really have any this season. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe listen to the Dolphins. Like maybe the Dolphins game is pressure. Or, or sorry, the Jets game is pressure in the sense that like oh like or maybe the actually uh, Bengals game that <laughs> that's one that's like so anti-pressure that there is pressure. <laughs> but oh man, no. Anyway. But yeah, they should both be fine this week. I might just—I think I'm just paranoid at this point. It's uh, PTSD. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. Get yeah, used to it. It's like tinnitus. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a ringing in your ear, you just constantly see like a very blurry like vision of Fitzpatrick up on the up on the podium, like dressed like Conor <laughs> McGregor. <laughs> exactly. So. Either just threw seven touchdowns or seven interceptions. <laughs> I'm not sure which, but he was on your fantasy team. And you can't check. <laughs> Speaking of uh, who else that could apply to, we'll move on to Jameis and the Bucks hosting Indy. <laughs> so, I don't know how this game's going to go. Like, I have Tampa picked, but, like, I don't know. I know. Um, I, it is probably the toughest to call this week. It seems like a very odd matchup yeah, of I mean, two teams that don't play each other a whole lot. Uh, we've had trouble with, like, Tampa, or even just the NFC 
South versus AFC South. We've had kind of trouble with those matchups this year as far as like trying to pin them down. At least beforehand, it feels like those are tougher. Yeah, I am taking the Bucks as of now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah I mean, they... on the Bucks, like obviously you're Evans got him. That's a, a given. So I didn't even bother writing that down just because it's kind of obvious. But I do like Jack Doyle this week a lot. Um, Tampa, bad first tight end. Doyle's the only tight end there now without Ebron. It's kind of just like a flow chart, more or less, of that. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like Naheem Hines, like, thinking about it. For me, plucking, that, like, right? yeah, for me, that just depends on Mac. Right. Well, I don't think, like, but... looks very well on the ground. Like, the running back attack, I think, has to be more James Whitish, which is more Naheem Hines uh-huh. territory. Yeah, I do agree there. Like, I, I think regardless, he makes some sense. But I'm just not sure how much I like the Colts in general right now. Yeah. That's my main thing. Because they're, they're really trending down right now. It's been rough. Yeah, it sucks for them. It is Tampa a 47 is... under over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be a, really a fun game. Yeah, it's, it seems like one that like the scoring is all going to be like really wacky. Like It's going to be random ass people. Actually, wait, I guess I'll add a one one banger. It's I guess maybe even a streamer, Zach Pascal. Um, he's the de facto number one receiver there right now. Um, no Hill and Campbell is coming back apparently maybe, but it's, I don't trust first week back for a rookie off injury. I don't, I don't like you know, want to go there that much. So... Let's not go there. Um, I don't want to touch the Tampa running backs. So because I don't, I don't know which one is the. <laughs> Arians said that Ronald Jones is the starter, but fuck off. Yeah, and then Peyton Barber did everything last week. Fucker. <laughs> Barber, I barely know her. <laughs> On that note, uh, our next game we've got Denver at Houston. Uh, we both have Houston here. So Ugh, this, is, yeah. this is kind of an interesting game. Like I think more so than like when you first look at it. Yeah, it, uh, it's one of those games like when you're looking at a food menu and there's you just kind of glaze over something, but then you come back to it and you're like, actually, that doesn't that sounds pretty good now that I think. And then you like ask the waiter about it, like, how is this one? They're like, oh, it's good. They're like, but I really like this one. They point to like you know a different game, like you know. They point to the Bills, Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or they point to like uh, Kansas City, New England, or something. Like this is my favorite one on the menu. This is the best yeah. one. So in this game, though, uh, we Locke and Sutton had a pretty obvious connection. So Sutton is staying in your lineup. It's kind of I, I hope he has been staying in your lineup, but it's an obvious one at this point. Um, what do you think of Lindsay? I'm kind of into him this week. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is... Uh, like, between the running backs, yeah. I, I definitely think Lindsey. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of it is Houston-based, because they're so bad against running backs lately. Right. Well, like I feel like they're tough right up front. Like, you try to run right up the middle, they'll stop you. But you get them in space, and then you have check downs to Philip Lindsey. That can be effective. Yeah, so I'm looking at the last... So, since week nine, they've allowed the second most fantasy points, the third most rush yards... And the third most receiving yards to running backs. Yikes. I could pull up who they played, but I mean, like, adjusting strength of schedule wise, they've been, what, fourth worst fantasy point wise. Okay, take and, out James White's garbage time. Yeah, and they've been. Because that, like, he yeah. was a running back, sure, but he got 
like two touchdowns and 70 receiving yards. Yeah, let me look at the game logs. But like, I mean, even like rush yard base, they've still been pretty bad though. Like over the last three, like or last five, even like how many weeks you want to put it. Like mm-hmm. lately, they've just been bad against running backs. Let me check the game logs defensively to you know see who they've been getting hit by. So okay, week eight, um, yeah, the Raiders. They kind of held them in check. Let's see, they did well against Fournette. Um, although the receiving, like the they've been getting gashed a lot and receiving by like Fournette and Armstead, and then the Ravens ran all over him. Duh. Um, Jonathan Williams had 100 yards and a touchdown, and Naheem Hines had 50 yards. And then James White still ran for 79 yards on 14 carries, which that's concerning. That's that's the part for me that I'm like, what the fuck? Like, James White's getting 80 yards on you rushing. Yeah. And then Sonny Michelle's averaging four and a half yards a carry on you. Like, those are all very concerning, for me at least. Yeah, that is concerning. Mm-hmm. And like, Gus Edwards ripped a big one on him. Like... <laughs> They're they're pretty vulnerable like those spots on the running back. Like but they've they've struggled on the receiving running backs all year though. But that's that's been a year long thing. Right. So yeah, that definitely lines up with Lindsay. Because, hmm. see so, yeah, they they've been targeting a little more last couple weeks than throughout the season, Lindsay, so but yeah, like that's the concerning part, like is the New England rushing attack like hasn't been like that efficient in this year, and so their efficiency kind of peaking up is concerning. At least in my opinion. Very. Keep them bad. But, like, letting James White go for, like, that many yards. Like, that's, you never see him rush for that many yards. That's what really has me. Shook. Yeah, I'm, like, shook over that. Like, that's so bad. Is that, like, is, is that like a career high in rushing for him? It's, it's by far a season high. Damn. Yeah, but anyway, moving on from that. But, yeah, so all that to say I like Lindsay this week. Sometimes we get on these tangents. Anyway, <laughs> um, anyone else from Denver you're on? Or, I mean... Yeah, nay, or you want to get on to Houston? Um, no, I mean Denver. I think like you're, you can always, you have to always start Sutton. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Secondary is not great for the Texans. Um, Locke probably is not awful. I don't, don't think if I was in the playoffs, I'd put my any like wager on him. <laughs> but you know, probably okay. I still wouldn't real. I, like I still am not going to put him really in the stream. Mm-hmm. It's just he's just shy of it. Um, I see you like Fuller this week. That's interesting. Yeah, um, he's like gonna dig into it a little more. So Hopkins will have uh, Chris Harris on him, right? I believe so. Really? I, I think Chris Harris has been moving around all season, right? I believe so. Yeah, I can double check it, but um, I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll Fuller get the easier coverage out of it, and I I'm trying to remember who the Broncos second the Broncos second corner is, but I feel like I remember him being slower. Is it Callahan? You should, I think so, Mom. It used to be Roby. Did they, didn't they trade for Callahan? Yeah. And then let me look like, at this 40 time. Can't find it. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> it's not a good sign. Yeah, it was a 4 5. So not like great, but not bad, but like Wolf Fuller's fast. Um, and big. Yeah. Um, how's Russ Calhoun doing? This wise is not loading up. But anyway, so Chris Harris is going to be on DeAndre Hopkins is the main point. So, and Chris Harris is good. He's been really good for actually. Has he been good this year? I'm talking myself out of this. Let's take a look. No, I think he's been good this let's year. Dig, let's dig deeper. Let's check like the last like four weeks. Let's see. Let's see. But anyway, um, I actually, I take this back. I take all this back. Hold on. This is learn. This is learning experience. We gotta we gotta dig through our stuff. We can't just blindly say who we like for no reason. Um, 
So Chris Harris has been shit the last four weeks. Really? Yeah. Apparently. See, I wouldn't have guessed that. Who have they played, though? That's where I'm confused. The Chargers. (laughs) Mm, I'll see. Chargers, Bills, Vikings, Browns. Yeah, he's allowed a perfect passer rating over the last four games. Wow. What the hell? Yeah. Erg. Hmm. So I, mean, I mean, I don't dislike Fuller now, but it makes me more intrigued by Hopkins, at least, I guess. I didn't really like Fuller going into the week. I was going to bench him, but like that could also mean he's going to pop off. So, <laughs> Yeah, he hasn't exploded in a while, thus. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh-huh. This has me intrigued now, because we did see... Uh, the De- Denver to get like rocked by, by the Vikings passing game like near the end of the game, and then eh, huh, huh, hmm. Well, actually, I mean Mike Williams had a good week on him last week. I'm trying to figure out who that kind of aligns with. I guess Fuller more than anything. Or not Fuller, sorry, Hopkins. Um, huh. All right, let me let me rephrase. I'm just gonna actually put um, Houston passing game here because. Uh, Denver's past events has kind of regressed a bit, it seems like. Look in here more. Let me get deeper in this. So, yeah, they've been... Uh, whatever, yeah. So, Denver's not a stout right now, it seems like. How they've been... Yeah, yeah, they're kind of, like, falling down near the bottom third, like, kind of on that border there, as far as, like, passing yardage. So, Interesting. Because, like, they've been, like, pretty solid for a bit. I just kind of, like, accepted that. But I guess it's kind of changing. Yeah. Which it could be, like, based on, like, the offense just changing, too. But Wild. So, but yeah, anyone else you like from this game? So this has been the experience of learning with AJ. <laughs> I've, got, we've, I've gone on, like, on two big tangents this game, huh? But, um, yeah, Houston passing game. And, honestly, this could be a huge spot for, like, a Houston tight end troll touchdown. <laughs> so... Oh, I definitely see that happening. 